Hi, it's Pete Norset here, and welcome to another Trade on Sports and Focused on Football League Two betting podcast. And as usual, uh, I'm joined by Jimmy Kempton. How are you doing, Jimmy? Wonderful, thank you, Peter. How are you, my good friend? Yes, very good. Uh, well, we've had a, a, an exciting weekend, haven't we? Um, you know, we'll I'll be booking a holiday to Cambridge anytime soon, <laughs> Pete. Yeah, <laughs> you've taken great offence to my thoughts on them. Yeah, so and uh, well, Cambridge aren't playing this. Uh, uh... No, well, they can wait. We'll come on to them at the weekend. Well, what I've got to say about Cambridge United, right? Um, well, well, we'll start then with uh, Mansfield Forest Green. Um, Mansfield, uh, they've uh, had uh, two home wins. Forest Green won uh, a win in the head-to-heads. Uh, our home to top six sides. Mansfield's record reads 1-5, drawn three, lost two. They come off a two-all draw uh, at home to Grimsby. Forest Green away at bottom half sides. 1-4, drawn two, lost four. Come off a 1-0 uh, defeat away at Cambridge. Mansfield unbeaten in four home matches. Forest Green lost two of the last uh, three away. My ratings are suggesting some value Forest Green, but I particularly like the under two and a quarter goals, especially at the price of just over evens. So under two and a quarter goals is going to be a bet. And I, I think that's pretty good. I think that the value is with the away side, though. There are two, well, there are two football insides, Pete, to be honest, who will be looking to play on a pitch that isn't in the best of conditions, Phil Mill. Now, for clients, we had, unfortunately, a losing bet at the weekend with the under two and a quarter goals with Mansfield and Grimsby. A couple of goals sort of out the blue in that game, uh, including the opening goal after 20 minutes, which was a bit of a rocket, came out of nowhere, which kind of opened that game up. Forest Green have won exactly half of their away games this season. They've won four of nine on the travels at bottom half place sides. So with this line trending almost to Mansfield minus a quarter, you can back Forest Green plus a quarter of a goal at 1.75 at the moment. I think there's a little bit of value with Forest Green here, but it's not enough for me to take, Pete. With, with these pitches, although they've won four of the last six on the road as pitches have deteriorated, can't really trust them at this price, Pete. Carlisle Orient next. Uh, recent head-to-heads, they've uh, both been draws. At home to mid-table sides, Carlisle's record's good. 1-7 draw, 1 lost 2. They're coming off their 3-1 defeat away at Stevenage. Carlisle, though, they've only won one of their last 11 League 2 matches, so they're, they're, they're in a bit of a Poor form at the moment. Orient away at mid-table, 1-3 draw, 1 loss, 6 come off a 1-0 victory uh, uh, away at uh, Newport. Orient, they've won two of their last three away matches. So good away form. I'd, I wouldn't. All I can say about this, I wouldn't be backing Carlisle. Well, strap yourself in, folks. I've got quite a lot to say about this game. Um, I'm close to backing Carlisle here, Pete. Now, the, the, they're moving out. They, were, they started out quite odds on on the minus half a goal line. They're now out to 2.04. The money is coming in for Orient. Carlisle have scored in a lot of their games. Now, they may not be winning games, as you say, we won one in the last 11, but they're finding a way to find the back of the net. And that even happened on Saturday when they were reduced to 10 men at Stevenage. I'm concerned here a little bit in terms of Orient's game plan. Now, on Saturday away at Newport, they were quite happy to let Newport have the ball. And the the, the parts of the game that I saw, Newport had the ball in their own half most of the time. They were passing it between each other. Now, if Orient allow Carlisle to have the ball, 
then that ball will be jettisoned forward into the Orient's back line. Now, on Saturday, Joby McEnough, who's an interim charge at Orient, brought himself back into the starting lineup. McEnough's 39. Will he be able to play two games in three days? He controlled a lot of that. It was a bit of a, a general on the pitch. So it's quite easy as a manager to direct his troops to exactly what he wanted to do with him out on the field. Now, Carlisle have actually only lost one of the last four. So, although they've not won, they've been quite resilient. And uh, I can't do it, Pete, but it's this, this is make or break for Carlisle. They're nine points off the playoffs. They've got a few games in hand still. I think they'll win it. Can I back them? If they get to minus a quarter, not convinced they will, then I'll have to take Carlisle. But at minus a half, I'm going to pass. Barrow Grimsby next. Uh, Barrow's recent home form, 1-4 drawn, 1 lost 5. They come for 3-2 victory at home to Crawley. Good win that. In fact, they've won their last four League 2 matches now. Barrow, they're in some decent form. Grimsby away at bottom six sides, 1-1 drawn, 5 lost 4. Come off a 2-0 draw away at Mansfield. Grimsby, resilient. They've drawn their last four League 2 matches. So both sides are, are, are reasonable. I don't see any value in the line. That, you know, like, but, but Barrow are in good form. Well, I thought they'd open up minus a quarter, Pete, strongly favoured on the minus a quarter, but they've actually opened up minus a half, and that makes this game really difficult for me. I do keep saying that at some point, Grimsby will need to stop drawing games and start winning them because they're that far behind at the bottom of the League Two standings. They've drawn the last four, though, so... What, how, do you, how do you surmise their performances? Yes, they're really good in terms of their avoiding defeat, but in the longer-term aim of staying in the EFL, they're no use in the ornament draws. The pitch is in a bad condition up at Holker Street. Somehow, there were five goals scored on it on Saturday against Crawley, but I think this game will be a game where both teams will want to play as far away from their own, game, uh, from their own goal as possible, so they will lump it forward. I think it'll be a really cautious opening because although Barrow have won four straight, they will be conscious that a point is a really good result for them here. You can take the second half to be the highest scoring half at six to five with Paddy Power. That's landed in five of Barrow's seven games since Rob Kelly took charge for the second time. I think this game could end up nil-nil or just one goal in the first half, which will open up for that bet to land in the second half, Pete. Old Trester Tranmere next. Tranmere have uh, won uh, the last time that the two sides met. Colchester, they've been in some poor form. They've won just one of their last nine home matches. They're coming off a 1-0 defeat at home to Port Vale. However, their record at home to top six sides, 1-5, drawn four, lost one. Here they're coming up against a Tranmere side who had a good win against Exeter 2-1 uh, on, on Saturday. They've won four of their last five away matches. And indeed, they're, they're, they're away form. Recent away form, 1-6 drawn, 3 lost, 1. Despite this, uh, suggesting no real value in the line. Colchester plus a quarter, um, that doesn't appeal. But I, I just don't see them winning the game. Well, they've only won one under Wayne Brown since he took over. They've gone 1-2 and 4. Tranmere have won 6 and drawn 3 of the last 10 away games. But Keith Hill's men have had a lot of travel over the last couple of weeks, Pete. They went down to Wembley for that EFL trophy final, which they lost. They then went back home. They went then went to Grimsby last Wednesday night, 
drew 0-0. Then they had to go all the way home. They drew, sorry, they won at the weekend 2-1. A fine win against Exeter. Although we'll come on to some of the, the reasons why that game changed. And also they got two penalties in the game. Now, penalties aren't really something that you can factor into your handicapping. So there were, I've not actually seen them. There were probably definitive penalties, but there were penalties nevertheless. This pitch is hard work. It's a tough spot for Tranmere. They've only scored 21 times in their 17 away games. If I was going to bet this game, Pete, I'd probably take the under two and a quarter goals. And what I would say, if you look at the league standings, I think given the longer term pitch, and this is what we always need to factor in at this stage of the season, if you offered both teams a point before the game, I think Colchester would snap your hands off. I think Tranmere would say, mm, we should probably win this game. But do you know what? Taking a point, moving a point further away um, in the playoff spots, or maybe even given the other results, they may even move into the automatic promotion spots with a point from this game. Wouldn't be the worst case scenario. So if I was betting this game, Pete, it would probably be the draw. Oldham Exeter next. Uh, recent head-to-heads. Uh, Oldham 1-0. has been one draw. Exeter of 1-1. Uh, Oldham, um, they're coming off a, a nil-nil draw away at Bradford. They've drawn four of the last five League Two matches at home to top half sides. It's not too bad, but but not great. One three drawn two lost five. They're coming up uh, against Nexus side who are coming off a two-one loss away at Tranmere. They've lost their last two League Two matches, Exeter, and away at bottom half sides. They've won five, drawn four, lost one. Looking at, at the overall picture, I wouldn't be backing Exeter, and I quite like the looks of over two and three quarter goals. Yeah, well, it's trended down to two and a half now, Pete. Oh, two and a half. Well, over, yeah, yeah over's uh, not too bad there. Yeah, yeah. Well, th- this is the game that I was speaking of before we spoke on the podcast, where I was quite close um, to sending a bet out yesterday to clients to take the under two and three quarters. Go through the reasons why. So Exeter, last few seasons, won 37, drawn 13, lost 18 away to bottom half play sides. The over has hit in 34 of those 68 games. Oldham have gone 22 and 14 to the over season long. The reason I like the under here, Pete, is that Joel Randall got injured on Saturday for Exeter, scoring the equaliser in that goal at Tranmere. That changed the game for me. He's probably one of the best young talents in the lower reaches of the EFL. A lot of big clubs were looking at him in January. Season long, Exeter are 18 and 16 to the overs. So you'd think, yeah, overs is a good play here. The four games that Randall hasn't played any part in, the unders has gone three and one. That takes us to a flat 15 and 15 season long. At Orient, he played only 11 minutes. That game ended 1-1. And at Crawley, he only played eight minutes and they lost 2-0. So if you take them out, suddenly they are not an overs team season long. They're an unders team season long when he's not on the side. Under Taylor, Exeter 18-15 and to the under, away to lower half sides. And now they've got their most creative player out injured. The way Curl is beginning to try and get this Oldham team to be more defensively well set up. I do think there was some really good value with the under two and three quarters. Now it's gone down to two and a half. I'm not so sure because Oldham are sort of comfortably mid-table. Those old habits could kick in, especially if there's an early goal in the game. So 
I lean to the under two and a half, but I'm just disappointed and sad that we didn't get the bet out yesterday when we could have got the under two and three quarters. Stunthorpe Bradford next uh, uh, game uh, uh, ended the draw last time, two sides meta. Um, Stunthorpe, they're cut for one old draw uh, at home to South End. Their record against mid table sides one, three, drawn two, lost five, and they've drawn four of their last five League Two matches. So, some thought very resilient re- recently. Bradford uh, uh, away at bottom half sides one, five, drawn one, lost four, cut for nil, nil, draw at home to all. Bradford, they've lost their last two away games. Bradford were pretty good uh, a few weeks ago. They, they seem to have tailed off. No real value in the line here for me. Well, for me, Bradford are out of the playoff picture. You know, mathematically, you can say that they're still in it, or still arguably well in it. But to come off the pace at this time of season, um, I don't think it's possible, Bradford fans. If you want to tweet in and disagree with me, um, I just don't think coming off, while they nine points off the playoff spots in this condensed season... I'm not sure you can do it, especially after the run of results they've had. They've drawn two and lost two of the last four. Scunthorpe have lost just one of their last six. They've drawn four. As you say, they're really resilient. The money's coming for Bradford. They're shortening on this scratch line. They could even go off minus a quarter favourites. If it gets to that level, Pete, I would need to get involved with back in Scunthorpe because they are showing some resiliency. Uh, Neil Cox, we know, will be there next season. So there's no concerns about some of the Scunthorpe players freewheeling into the end of the campaign. They'll want to impress Cox to try and make sure they're still on the books for next season. So if it gets to Scunthorpe plus a quarter, I will be taking a bit South End, Walsall next. Both teams in poor form. South End, two points from their last seven home games. Walsall, two points from their last seven League Two games. Uh, South End, they're coming off a one-all draw uh, away at Scunthorpe. Recent uh, heads-to-heads, uh, uh, sorry, recent matches at home to bottom six sides. One-two, drawn, not lost two. Walsall away at bottom six sides. One-one, drawn three, lost three. Come off the two-one defeat away at Bolton. I don't have much on the match line, really. I, I think the like, the match is priced up pretty much correctly. But I, I do quite like the looks of under two and a quarter goals. And that is going to be another bet. I knew you'd be taking that, Pete. Under one and a half goals has gone eight and six in the team's last 14 combined games. I don't really understand why this goal line isn't set at two. Perhaps it's a nod to Southend's need for three points in this game. And perhaps the bookmakers are trying to um, suggest that if there's an early goal in this game, it will open up. I'm not convinced it will. I, I don't understand why Warsaw are, are favourites, Pete. Now, bottom six sides have gone 76, 52 and 58 at home to fellow bottom six sides. Yet the home side here, South End, are receiving quarter of a goal. Now, we know South End are not very good. They sit eight points behind Warsaw. But there's a couple of things here that we need to consider. Now, the danger for Walsall is that they might consider a point as a good result. Now, don't get me wrong. It's not a good result. It's a great result for Walsall if they get a point here in the longer term game theory aspect of the table. But if you travel to South End and that is your main game plan to get a point and then you slip behind, then you're going to struggle. Now, Walsall have drawn 15 of the 35 games this season. I would want the draw on my side. Southend have scored only 22 goals in 36 games, which isn't very good. 
But here's the killer stat for me, and this is why I don't understand why Walsall are favourites. Southend have won seven of the last 25 games. Walsall have only won five of the last 24. So why are Walsall favourites for this game? I don't understand it. Southend need to win, and perhaps that's why the bookmakers have priced Walsall as favourites, because if this game is level late on, I think it will be Southend who'll need to take far more chances than the Sadlers because Brian Dutton's men will be happy with the point. It'll keep them eight points clear of the relegation zone. However, Pete, I have to take Southend here. They're not the best side, but they've become much more well-organised. There's a lot of pressure on Walsall going into this game. They've been in such terrible form. They've not won since Darrell Clark left. I'm taking Southend here, plus a quarter of a goal. Right, well, that's... uh... Wraps up for us. Just before we get on to the uh, selections, if you have any comments, if you'd like to make any comments or you don't agree with what we're saying, please just let us know. You can, you can email admin at tradeonsports.co.uk or even you can, you can tweet out uh, either Jimmy or myself and uh, please get involved. But this week I'm going to go for under two and a quarter goals at the uh, Mansfield, Forest Green and Southend versus Walsall matches. Well, I'm staying down in Essex and I'm taking Southend plus a quarter of a goal. I actually think the line should probably be the other way, Pete. I actually think Southend should probably be minus quarter of a goal favourites. So I think that's a, a pretty decent bet this week, uh, this midweek, folks. Southend plus uh, a quarter. Right, we should be back, no doubt. I, shall, I believe it's Thursday we're doing the next one, isn't it? Thursday. Certainly, yeah. Well, we'll have everything up and running for yeah, Thursday, so folks. we'll speak to you again Thursday and good luck, everybody. Best of luck, everybody.